Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's usually a mix between tabletop roleplaying and escape room puzzles, but we are between seasons right now, so this is some bonus content uh, that I hope you all enjoy. <laughs> AKA the lazy content. No, it's not the lazy content, well, it's the non-puzzle design content. Okay, the one where I don't have to do anything and we don't have any guests to wrangle, so there's no complicated behind-the-scenes stuff for you to do. That sounds like the lazy time. It's the easy content. Mm. Uh, so... We've just finished Descent of the Cullens, which was, I'm going to say, you can't say this, but I can, (laughs) phenomenal. You did an amazing job. We've had a lot of really good feedback, a lot of people talking about what they loved. Um, A lot of people really loved that that final episode that brought everything together. But the other one we've got a lot of feedback for is Room 3, where you had the big meta puzzle. This was the, for people who don't remember the episode numbers off the top of your head, this was the episode with the, in the game room where we had the clocks and the, and the animal heads, not clocks, uh, trophies, and the animal heads and the cards and this whole big mix of things that all came together to do one big yeah. puzzle. People and really enjoyed that. Which is interesting. I guess I'm a little bit, not surprised, but relieved, I suppose, because there was always a possibility that with a room like that where it's all culminating in one puzzle, that there'd be too many moments of, all right, and I've got another piece. Is that enough pieces? Is that all the pieces uh, now? No. Let's go back and try it again. Uh, maybe we've got all the pieces, maybe not. And just the idea of going back and trying to do it over and over again and taking ages to realise you don't have all the pieces. I was a bit nervous about well, that. But and if people very, are good with it, people enjoyed. Uh, but we're not doing a room today. We're doing mm-hmm. something different. Uh, we recently went out to our local game store and bought a copy of the 40th anniversary edition of Trivial Pursuit. Haven't uh, bought a new Trivial Pursuit in eight years. So. Really? That long? Yeah. Oh. We took it on our honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is, this is the, the for people who haven't bought this, uh, the, the big difference between this and other Trivial Pursuit games is that it has no roll again squares. Instead of roll again squares and instead of the center square, um, oh, should we explain the general rules of Trivial Pursuit no. anyway? No, 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 I'll give you a quick rundown. For people at home who haven't played Trivial Pursuit... You roll a die, you answer questions. Exactly. You roll a die, you land on a certain colour. That colour dictates what category of question you get. If you get it right, you roll again. You keep going until you have all six pie pieces, which are questions no different from other questions, but the spaces are special. Uh, if you get a pie piece, your turn... In this version, your turn ends once you have a pie piece. Mm. Uh, but any other question, if you get it right, you continue on. Once you have all of the pie pieces, the other thing you need to win the game is the ruby. <laughs> the ruby you get for answering special Trivial Pursuit ruby questions. This is what is different in the 40th anniversary. All the roll again squares and the center square have been replaced with rubies. Rubies are, gives you a year, 1986, 1992, any year from the first Trivial Pursuit, 1979, till now. And it will give you questions based on that year. You pick the category and then you answer the question. If you get it right, you get the ruby and you keep playing. If you already have all six pie pieces and the ruby, you may have the ruby before you get your final pie piece, you automatically win. It's a pretty simple game. I'm sure everybody's played Trivial Pursuit. It's a lot of fun. We're going to answer questions. Danny is a big trivia nut. Uh, recent, if people may have seen her recently on Mastermind, where she's now reached the semifinals of Australian Mastermind. Uh, she this is study for me. Well, this is why we bought it, so that Danny can study trivia. Uh, but it's fun. So we thought you'd enjoy playing. We'll have to make sure we narrate what's going on as we go. Quick setup. I have the purple uh, piece. Danny has the orange piece. Uh, we're going to roll to see who goes first. Does that sound good? Yeah, I was just wondering, should we say something about the nature of the questions? One so- thing that's interesting with this version, 
uh, is that I think we got the British version. Yeah, generally <laughs> the questions seem to be very region specific. Like all of our other versions of Trivial Pursuit do have very Australia based questions and not so much about the obscure American TV shows, or I assume it's a Canadian game, so I assume there are some very specific Canada questions questions. in their version. Uh, Yeah, there seem to be some very particular English questions in here. So if we get questions about presenters of Blue Peter, we're not going to get it. But we'll see what happens. Also, if you ever hear this sound, (laughs) that is the ruby being transferred from That's one pie to the other. That's just the sound it makes in this game. That's the sound the ruby makes. I can't right, stop it. Let's roll. All right. And he rolls the die. And he gets a three. And she gets a two. And she Excellent. goes second. All right. So let's go first. I rolled a six. That oh. is brilliant. That lets me get to a pie piece straight away. I am going to go for uh, science and nature. Green. All Green right. pie. <laughs> the New Horizons space probe took the first detailed photos of which celestial body in 2015? Oh, no. Um, New Horizons, surely that's like going out far. Is it just Pluto? Yeah, the word celestial body feel like that's it kind of gives they it away. Don't it's say probably planet. not the moon. <laughs> uh, all right, so I Oh my um, god, that was a pie. Yeah, that but was a pie. At right? least in this version, that means it's now my turn. I've got to find one of these green pies. <laughs> I have a green pie piece. Meanwhile, I rolled a five. Let's go pink entertainment. Pink is entertainment. All right, let's ask an entertainment question. Matt LeBlanc won a Golden Globe Award for playing which character in the Showtime series episodes? He had a character? Oh, my God, I thought he was just himself. Haven't seen episodes. (laughs) Was he himself? Himself, Matt LeBlanc. Okay, good. Now, because that's not a pie piece, Danny gets to go again. Uh, either history or science and nature. Definitely going to go science. Not a history person. All right, science and nature. What is the name of the process of change experienced by tadpoles turning into frogs or caterpillars into butterflies? Metamorphosis. Yes. Sweet. Three, that's a blue pie. Okay, Danny is going for a blue pie. Let's listen to her fail. (laughs) On May the 10th, 2015... Which country's population officially reached 1 billion people? Okay. I'm going to go with the one that people think is faster growing, India. India is correct. Yeah. Give me those pie pieces. All right. Danny's going to pull take yourself your out turn. a pie piece and I'm going to roll the die. Oh, I got a six. A six from a pie does not get you back to a pie. Uh, so I'm going to head over to another blue question. Give me a geography question. This is multiple choice. Uh, Don't give me the multiple choice unless I need it. What is the name of China's currency? Oh, well, it's the yuan. Now let's give you the options. Okay. Ruble, renminbi, or yen. Oh, but it's not the yen. It's the yuan. Unless maybe it's the yen in Cantonese. Or is it the middle one? Oh, but China has the yuan, doesn't it? I guess it's the middle one? The renminbi. I guess. Good old pronunciation. Apparently, yeah, the yuan is a unit of renminbi currency. What? I don't know what that means. What does that I mean? I reacted much too quickly. Wait, what? I didn't read the multiple choice options before I reacted. Uh, oh, no, good, we're taking a Google break. In all good games of trivia, you take, how do you spell this? Renminbi. Renminbi. Is the official currency, the yuan is the basic unit of the renminbi. Let's refer to the Chinese currency. But it's also used to refer to the Chinese currency generally. 
especially in international context where Chinese yuan is widely used. I'm taking the point. Well, yeah, of course Obviously. you are. That's so strange. I, yeah. That's such a weird situation. Does I apologize have a system for like that? No, my fast dollars, reaction. But you could say maybe if we only talked about cents. Well, I don't know. That's weird. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Let's go green, science and nature again. Which of these animal species is the most endangered in the wild? More multiple choice. African elephant, giant panda, or amur leopard? I'm going to go for the leopard. There aren't many leopards. Yeah. There are an estimated only 60 left in the wild as of 2017. That's not many at all. But I rolled a four, so I'm back to a second pie. Give me a pink. For which James Bond film did Madonna record the theme tune? I don't know any James Bond things. I don't know James Bond facts. Um, Madonna, let's say it was... Got to be a Brosnan. So let's say it was. You only live twice. Was that? Was that a no? Never, never say never again. What was? The, Either way, know. no. No, what was it? Ah, uh, you're forgetting the one. This one came out now, like peak, peak childhood time. Oh. I saw this in cinema. Which one? Invisible car. Yeah, yeah. What was? I'm trying to remember the uh, name of that one. What was that called? Tomorrow, die another day. Die another day. I, they're all I, this, tomorrow never dies. Oh yeah, of never course. Say never I, just, again. I know the Madonna die song quite day. well. That's the one I, I was trying to think of. Invisible. I car. thought that you would forget it. I was trying it. to I think feel of like you've forgotten car. that one before. Invisible car because that was the first one that was wasn't book based. Uh, because there was no right. book for Invisible Car. Yeah. That's why everyone's like, "Why is there an Invisible Car now?" That's mm. crazy. Ooh, I got a five. I'm on a Ruby space. Ruby. What right, year? So for Ruby, if people recall, this is outside of normal Trivial Pursuit rules. For Ruby, I picked this card that says 1986 on it. Oh, but Danny, I get to pick the Danny subject, gets to pick the I? category for the year 1986. 1986, I do not know much about. Let's try science and nature. Danny has picked science and How nature. How much can that have changed since the 80s? Which astronomical wonder, seen every 75 to 76 years, <laughs> streaked across the night sky in February 1986? Halley's Comet. Yes, it is Halley's Comet. <laughs> I'm interested that they said 75 to 76 years. Na, 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 yeah. Na, na, na. Uh, and you get to continue. Um, I could go back to the blue pie, but I'm going to keep going. Pink. And a pink question. At which fictional high school would you find Zach, Jesse, Slater, and Kelly? I almost had this question. Last time we played. I was going to say, is that, they're not the, are they the Saved by they the Bell Kids the again? They are Saved by the Bell Kids. What's the high Didn't school? Didn't you have this exact question? I had a question formatted differently. Yes. Oh, what was it called? What I is the name of the high school question. from Saved by the Bell? Oh, I'm not going to remember. Sweet Valley High. Bayside High. Uh, so unmemorable. I would, I would not have remembered that either. Bellside. All right, I got a four. Uh, one, Yellow two, three, four. I'm going to go. We haven't had it, but I don't need that pie. Yeah, I'm going to go green. I'm going to go green for <laughs> Grants and Grecher. Yeah, sure. I mean, both of them are pretty easy. In 2014, a SpaceX Falcon 9 successfully demonstrated the reusability of which type of vehicle? Wait, what? I'm assuming it, like it, it lands again. Like that was the whole point, wasn't it? Yeah, so what guess- type of vehicle? A shuttle? A rocket. It's a rocket. Yeah, they just want rocket. Yeah. That would have been the only bit to throw me as well. What do I say? (laughs) Oh, I got a three, so I'm on the yellow pie. Mm. Now, I didn't get that pink pie, did I? Nope. So I'm now just waiting for my yellow pie. Let's go. We must have shuffled these badly because you've had this question before. Oh, really? Yeah. 
you had this question we'll last game. What? We've played this game once and we're already reusing questions. This is weird. Let's grab a whole new box. All right. Because this is the fashion designer from the 1920s one. Oh, okay, cool. Well, then, yeah, get rid of them. We must have shoveled them weirdly. Here is a whole... One game! Here's a whole fresh set of cues, as they say in the biz. Did you, like, shuffle them after we finished playing? Uh, maybe. That sounds like me. That's Sometimes a I just terrible, terrible shuffle. idea. But, all right. New cues in this box. We have not touched these cues before. Q stands for questions, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Which monarch did Lady Jane Grey briefly succeed to the English throne? Succeed to the English throne. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jane Grey. Oh, when was uh, succeeded? So <laughs> I can't remember. Jane Grey was after, I don't know, Henry VI. Gone earlier. You got the right number, but not the right king. Edward the Sixth. Yeah. Oh, dang. She was in power for nine days, apparently. Yeah, it wasn't long. Ooh, I got... Uh, I don't want a two. Well, you did. That's going to take me to a history. History question. Here we go. Which... This is not a history question. Oh, good. Which street in Paris marks the traditional finish of the Tour de France? That's a very strange history question. Right. And I don't know any French... Cities, Rue. No, yes. Plumet. No, you you know one French street. Oh, do I? Yeah. S no, Savile Road isn't French. No, what? What? The Champs Elysees. Oh, that's a street, right? That's a street. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't have got it without. Yeah, saying, but I'm just saying you did know it. Yeah, I no, I it didn't occur to me to call it a street. Those are rubies. Don't uh, you steal my ruby. Let's get a ruby. The what year, year is, it? is 1991. 1991? That's the year I was born. Uh, You're going to make some people feel very old and some people feel very young. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sorry, listeners of either way, either direction. Um, let's, go, let's go entertainment, 1991. <laughs> who was the naked pregnant actress who caused a stir when appearing on the cover of Vanity Fair? Demi Moore? Yes. Yes. Da, na, 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 no, na, no, my ruby. I've got the ruby now. The ruby belongs to me. I keep rolling. I got a one. I'm going to go. Let's go sports and leisure. Ooh. Let's mix it up. I'm not good at sports and leisure, but let's do it. Wit. Give me the question. Okay. I don't even know what. Give me the question. <laughs> This is one of those questions where I don't know if it's just because it's a sport question or if the it might be too British for us. I really couldn't Give say. Give me the question. Which hymn is sung before each FA Cup final and before each final of the Challenge Cup in Rugby League? Uh, you know, those words, th those things, uh, the Challenge Cup. Paternoster, the Lord's Prayer. I don't know what it is. Abide with me. Abide with me. I'm, this is a Do fact you, I'm sure I've heard somewhere. But, I, but no. That means nothing to me. I don't know the song. I went for, I went for this is my classic story. Got to, this is a podcast, Danny. Mm -hmm. um, Paternoster is what I go with because when I was uh, in school, we went on a trip to, to England. We went to Stonyhurst College in England. Uh, and their rugby team always sang just the Lord's Prayer in Latin <laughs> as like their team chant. It was really funny because it was it's a whole bunch of like rugby kids in their you know big in their huddle going, Paternoster quies jealous saltificator nom tuum quariat renum tuum. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was very funny. I don't think you've told me that one. It's a very it's very good. Five. I don't want a five. Uh, let's go green. 
Green. Green is science. We know that. For those playing at home. Yeah, maybe they don't know that. Which company, now a household name, began as Pacific Aero Products? That's Aero, A E R O. Pacific Aero Products in 1916. Hmm. Which Um, company, now a household name, began as Pacific Aero Products in 1916? People at home, do you know? Fujitsu. No, Boeing. Aww. I was, I was, they said household name, so I was thinking of household things like air conditioning, That's not, what not household naming. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking something you might have in your house. <laughs> um, one, two, three, four, five, six. I don't need another ruby. One, two, three, four, five, six. I don't really need that either. One, well, two, three, you still four, need five. The green. Yeah, I'm going to go this way to purple. Mm, whatever. I don't need green. I've got green. No, sorry, you yeah. pink, pink. I, I mean, need pink. pink. I've got purple. Purple is what? Arts and literature? Yep. Give me arts and literature. Which 1,136 page novel takes place on a single day, June 16th, in the city of Dublin in the life of Leopold Bloom? Oh, that's um, Ulysses. Yes. By James Joyce. Hi. I'm just going to cut across the board and go yellow for history. I'm cutting through the middle. Cutting through the middle for, for Trivial Pursuit players at home, cutting through the middle is a more valid strategy in this game. When because you're trying to no collect, because there are no roll against, huh. makes it much more much more of a valid strategy to cut through the middle of the board. Which of the following did not die at the Alamo? Davy Crockett, Jim Bowie, or Daniel Boone? I'm going to say Crockett. Feels like he died on the old frontier. No, it was Boone. Apparently, he was <laughs> not there at all. From, I would have considered the same thing. Um, said, yeah, he's I mean, I known for the know. Alamo. Yeah, Maybe that means he didn't die. I didn't know he was known for the Alamo. To be honest, oh. I don't remember the Alamo. We don't have to. We remember the Eureka Stockade. Yeah, of course. We remember the Rum Rebellion. <laughs> um, uh, let's go pink. Right. Uh, for people wondering at home, I don't remember the Rum Rebellion or the Eureka Stockade. <laughs> um, which actress is the sister-in-law of, now here's an interesting one to pick, the Devil Wears Prada mm. star, Stanley Tucci? Okay. Is that really what Stanley Tucci is known for? The Devil Wears Prada? Like, he was good in that yeah, movie. I get what you mean. But is that, like, the Stanley Tucci? I don't... I, to be fair, I can't think of another one off the top of my head that I would say that's the movie, but it just seems weird. I know this. Actress, Which actress is the sister-in-law of the Devil Wears Prada star, Stanley Tucci? I know this. I know I've read their Wikipedia pages and gone, oh, how funny. I don't know. Was it just, like, Emily Blunt? It was Emily well, Blunt. Well, then that's why they said Devil, Devil Wears Prada. Prada. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Ooh, purple, purple pie. Danny is going for the purple pie. Danny, name two of the three darling children from Peter Pan. Now, darling is with a capital D. Yeah. That was their name. It's not a weird, creepy question. All right. Wendy, obviously. Yes. With the other, well, I only need one more, but. But if you get one wrong, I'm not giving it to you. You've got to give me one more correct answer right away. Michael. Yes. And what was the third one? John. Yes. <laughs> purple pie, purple pie. Give me purple, purple pie. Danny has a purple pie, but it ends her turn. I don't know if that was a rule in earlier versions, but it's very no, specifically it wasn't. a rule the, in this. I, I definitely read the official rules that say, so technically a player can win or get everything one in one streak, but then the next player has to be allowed a turn That's to cool. see if they can do the uh, same. I landed on green. Okay. What is measured by the Mohs scale? Hardness, right? Uh, be more specific. Hardness of minerals? Yes. That's M-O-H-S. Is it Mohs? Yeah. yeah cool. Four, one, two, three. I don't need a ruby. 
I only go right to the center ruby. I only go to the center ruby. It's 1986 again. 1986. 1986. I'm going to go for um, history. Give me a history question from 1986. <laughs> Should have gone pink. Oh, damn. Alan Bleasdale wrote which controversial drama based on a historical novel about events during and after the First World War? <sighs> what? I have no uh... idea what this is. But apparently no. the TV series starred Paul McGann, so I'm guessing more well-known in England. Yeah, no, I've got no idea. Uh, the Monocled Mutineer. I wouldn't even be able to put those words together for a guess. Apparently the uh, Monocled was Mutineer was Percy Topless. Oh, okay. <laughs> Topless. Uh, what, was the, what was the pink question that you think I would have got? What was the movie that gave us the ballad, Take My Breath Away? Take my breath away. Okay, no, no singing. No singing. What, no one what, likes what that. that. It wasn't The Bodyguard, was it? No. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. I thought you'd get that. No, I know. What is it? Top Gun. Of course it's Top Gun. You roll the dice. See see how you like it. Uh, Well, I'm going to try to get my Ruby back. Ruby, you have 1996. The year is 1996. Okay, well. uh, That's uh, Patrick's birth year. (laughs) I'm giving away personal information. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm going to go... Science and nature again. Science and nature. I know one scientific event that happened in that year, I think. So I'm hoping it'll be about that. You're going to love this. Yeah. You've got this. Okay. You know what? Preemptively. Okay. I'm giving you the ruby. I hate when this happens. I'm giving you the ruby. You cannot get this question wrong because you're you. Literally, I'm not even joking here. You've got it. We don't even need to say it. Let's move on. (laughs) The question is. Which video game oh. featuring a wisecracking marsupial who oh. battles the mad scientist <laughs> Dr. Neo Cortex was released this year? All right. So Crash Bandicoot. All good. Yeah. I thought it was going to be about Dolly the Sheep. I thought that that was around 96. I wouldn't have automatically given you that. The no, way I gave that's you. why I was Crash so surprised. Bandicoot. Keep rolling. But nope, that's fair. Keep rolling, 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 roll on. I was a PlayStation 1 kid, so Crash Bandicoot, Spyro the Dragon. My thing. See, look at the my, things my people jam. learn in these bonus episodes. Two, four. Purple. Can you move me to the purple? Uh, Danny has gone to the purple. Thank you. Not a pie, just a question. Here we go. Are you ready? Which performance art group made up of three Mm -hmm. silent, painted face performers Mm -hmm. once starred in a TV ad for Intel? I'm hoping it's the Blue Man Group. It is the Blue Man Group. Yeah, that was the arts and literature question. (laughs) (laughs) That's an art. I guess. Being a Blue Man. Ah, uh, no, that's not quite there. I guess I'll go for the, oh, for the orange. Danny has gone orange. All right. That is sports and leisure. Two things Danny hates. <laughs> In what sport is the player required to stand at the, what I would have said is Oche, O-C-H-E, but it's actually Oki, apparently, oh. O-C-H-E. In what sport is the player required to stand at the Oki? Is it just cricket? No, oh, bugger. Fool. What is it? It's darts. Oh, yeah. Well, that explains why you knew it. I didn't actually know this. I wouldn't have known that at all. Oh, but I, I would have. I just saying one. That's not what, what I wanted. That's what, what I want. You know, let's just go green. Green okay. for science and nature and the human body and nature. Which hormone is known as the stress hormone? Not adrenaline. Oh, it'll be. Danny, vamp for me while I think. Vamp for the audience. Do, 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 That's not do, vamping. Oh, God. Tell um, the audience something interesting. All right. I'll look at some of the other questions. Ooh, the answers to the other questions were shilling, spelled with a C. So I'm guessing it was the Austrian currency. 
the next one, the answer was cereal, like the podcast. So what podcast followed Dudeface, I'm assuming? Nope. So what podcast was hosted by? Charles II. I don't know anything about Charles II, so I don't know what that question's going to be. Uh, Mozart. I've no idea. Sorry, I've got no idea. What's 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 the stress? It's cortisol. Cortisol. I might not have remembered that. I got under... to the point where I was saying creatine in my head. Went, that's yeah. not right. <laughs> uh, I was going uh, methylization. No, uh. <laughs> methyl. It's methyl. I got a six. I did not want a six. Oh, you've already One, got two, the pie. Danny three, rolled a six. Four, five, gets her to the six. purple pie that she already has. I'm gonna go towards the pink in She's the middle. Gone to the pink in the Stop middle. Stop it. I'm helping the audience understand what's going on. They appreciate Stop it. Stop babying them, Billy. Tweet at me if you appreciate my narration. Which 2010 sequel did Anthony the Mooch Scaramucci reportedly pay US $100,000 to appear in? What? Which have... 2010 sequel did Anthony the Mooch Scaramucci reportedly pay $100,000 to appear in? Oh my God, I have no idea. <laughs> I forgot this movie existed. Yeah. 2010. I don't know. Maybe it was a voice. Cars 3. No, it was Wall Street. Money never sleeps. Ew. Mooch. Scaramooch. One. More ones. Off. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Blue. Yeah, blue. About how long is the Vegas Strip in Sin City? Two miles, four miles, or ten miles? Uh, it's not long. Two miles. It's tiny. Apparently four. Damn. Yeah, not a very interesting question. No. You're getting a lot of multiple choices. It's because they love me. Um, orange. And he's gone for orange. Not happy about it. Right near the green pie, but she has to go through orange to get there. In what activity might you pearl one through the back loop? Pearl, P-U-R-L. Oh, okay. Well, it's some kind of one of the knitting or sewing or that sort of thing. I'll just say knitting. Knitting is Good. correct. Ooh, oh, yeah, purple. Purple. What are the nicknames of Atticus Finch's children in To Kill a Mockingbird? Gem and Scout. Gem and Scout. What are their real names? Um, Scout is like Jean-Louis. Yep. I'm sure you should Jean, right? Oh, right. Yeah, probably. Um, And he's just, I don't know, Jeremy? Yeah. Just what Gem is usually thought <clears throat> for. Orange again. Orange again. Danny can't break her bad rolls. If a player who is at advantage in a game of tennis loses the next point, what is the score? Deuce. Deuce. The one sport I know. Advantage. Para trupa. Pink or Five. purple? Let's go pink. Danny's going for pink. That's entertainment. Here we go. Which actor sprinkled his Oscar acceptance speech for Dallas Buyers Club with the catchphrase, all right, all right, all right. Which one was that? Was that Jared Leto? No. Is that Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, ah! I deliberately didn't go, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, what did Jared Leto get his for? Was his for the same thing? Maybe. Maybe it was just being weird. Yeah, hi. Hiya! One. Um, let's go green. Never going to get to a bloody pie. The audience needs more pies, Danny. You'll be fine with this question, okay, at least. I'll start rolling. Uh, which water-moving architectural form are the Romans famous for? Roads. They built roads everywhere, <laughs> and they put water in buckets, and they move them down the road on horses. Uh, yeah, aqueducts. Four. One, two, three, four. Let's go yellow. Give me another question about... 
What is the name moments. of the day when Comic Relief raises funds for children by having people buy a piece of clown costume? Red Nose Day. Yep. Also very British, Red Nose Day, I feel. Bigger in Britain than it is here. Maybe. It's One definitely a purple thing. pie, purple pie, purple pie. Give me a purple pie. Don't get ready. Getting yeah. ready for the Stop purple it. pie. Oh. Purple okay, pie get ready hand. for your purple Got pie. A purple pie in my hand. Which word derived from French describes a word that combines the forms and meanings of two words? For example, bromance and brunch. Is yeah, portmanteau. Portmanteau. Portmanteau because that's the name of a suitcase that is separated into two halves mm. that you can put together, uh, and that's why they use the term portmanteau. Mm. Uh, it's your turn. I got a pie. You can yeah. roll again. Billy, you didn't put your pie pieces in yeah, the... Yeah. Right. Yes, oh, right. Green. Sorry. Green, purple. I'm doing well. I lost green. Um, you got a five. Keeps trying to send me back to orange. One, two, three, <sighs> send me back to the orange. Uh, would you like this orange or yeah, this orange? No, no. All right. Danny has gone for orange. Sports and leisure, her most hated category. It is not. Of, <laughs> outside of history. Which luxury U.S. car company allowed its familiar crest to remain but ditched the laurel wreath for a new logo look in 2014? Mm. Luxury U.S. car company allowed its familiar crest to remain but ditched the laurel wreath for a new logo look in 2014. I feel strangely like I'm having a hard time knowing a U.S. luxury car. What's a U.S. car? I don't know. Like. Bentley? No. What? Cadillac. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I forget that Cadillac still exists outside of Elvis. One, two, three, four, five. Six. I got six. Okay. Um, Let's go pink. Pink on my way to blue. Which pop artist has given her tours names including Born This Way Ball, Dive Bar Tour, and Joanne World Tour? Uh, well, I'm assuming it's Lady Gaga. It is Lady Gaga. I'm glad I got the Born This Way one because I wouldn't have got the Joanne no. one. Two. Let's go pink again. Which pop star, a former LA Lakers cheerleader, rekindled her career when she became a talent show judge? Yes, I got it right. I didn't. Must have been like a judge for like, so you think you can dance or something, right? If they're a cheerleader. I've no idea. George Bush was a cheerleader. Everyone in America is a cheerleader. True. Uh, or a wrestler. No, I've no idea. Paula Abdul. Paula Abdul? Really? How interesting. Hey. Uh, purple. All right. Purple. Here we go. <clears throat> in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, mm-hmm. what does Arthur Slugworth ask Charlie to steal from Willy Wonka's factory? The everlasting gobstopper. I thought I was, I was going to ask you to do it in the voice, and you did it. The dice are not my friends. Yeah, let's go. Oh, no, I can get a purple if I go up through the middle. Then it's gone for a purple up through the middle. It might, I don't care what our listeners think. It's bothering me. I'm commentating myself. Which Romanian region, known for its medieval... Transylvania. Thank you. I don't know what the rest of the question was. And now but no one will. Now are... the audience at home is sitting there wondering what the rest of that question is. No, they're not. They're going um, Romanian area. There's only one. Blue in... Yes, that one. Which nation's twin triangle flag represents the Himalayas as well as its two national religions, Hinduism and Buddhism? 
I assume that's Nepal. Yeah, the only country mm. with a twin triangle flag. Doesn't it have a crescent moon on it? I don't think so. It's a Google break. Danny is Googling the Nepalese flag. If you're at home and have the ability to, please Google the Nepalese flag along with Danny. Can I please have the other blue? She's also rolled a two and is asking for another blue question, which she will not get until she makes this call on the Nepalese flag. Does it contain a crescent moon? If you can't Google at home, make a guess. It kind of does. Oh, that's not a crescent moon. Uh, that's like a... That's... It's a crescent moon where okay. the sun's sitting on it. For people it. who can't see the flag in Nepal, it's two triangles, which you may well know. Uh, it is, it's like the sun rising out of a horizontal of crescent moon. Of a smiling moon. crescent like a, moon. I don't know. I out would of a not, Cheshire cat smile. I, I suppose technically it could well be a crescent moon, but it's not like a crescent moon in the way that I'm assuming you're implying that it's more Islamic. It doesn't look like an Islamic-styled crescent moon. doesn't seem like that kind of symbolism. Let's see what they call it. Oh, my gosh. Until 1962, the flag's emblems, the sun and crescent moon, had human faces. <sighs> Fine. Oh, that's creepy as well. Um, <laughs> all right, Blue. Yeah, please. Why was London's Millennium Bridge closed three days after it opened in 2000? Hmm. Um. Snow. No, it swayed too much. It was called uh, the Wobbly Bridge. Wow. Wobbly Bridge. Oh, How did they bridge. not notice that? Like an hour wobbly, before wobbly, it wobbly, opened. Wobbly, 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 wobbly. Maybe it didn't have many people on it. Maybe it only wobbled when there were too many people. Hmm. One. Ooh, one. Uh, uh, give me a blue. Blue for blue. Blue for blue. That's a pie, everybody. Which country, the second largest in the world, claims the second tallest mountain in North America? Oh, well, I guess it's Canada. Yep. Canada. Mm. Um, fun. Uh, it's Mount Logan. Mount is Logan. Is that second t- uh, t- highest mountain, apparently. I have three pies. I'm in the lead, but I don't have the, the general, so I guess we're even. <sighs> Blue again. You just can't get a break. Nope, I keep getting the same rolls. Here we go. Lusophone countries, L-U-S-O-P-H-O-N-E, Lusophone countries, speak which language? Oh, my goodness. Mm, I would not have got this. This is a hard question. People at home, what do you think? Lusophone countries, what language do they speak? Yell it now and we'll pick it up on our magical speakers. Um, Yell it. I honestly have no idea, so I'm just going to go and hope that it's something simple. It's No, it's not. What is it? It's not that simple. No. There's not a, really, there's not a simple No, I was just going to say, like, oh, it's France. But then I went, no, that is actually called Francophone. It is called Francophone. Lucifone. Lucifone. It's hard because you need to know some history, I think. Some history mm. I did not know. I don't know. Hard question. Persian. Apparently, the Roman word for Portugal ah. is Lusitania. I was trying to think Lusitania, but then I went, all I know about that is that it's a ship in World War I, mm. and Lusitania, it was British. And it's Portugal. <laughs> uh, that's a hard question. I wonder if just Lisbon comes from that somehow. There might be some connection. One, two, three, four. Give me a purple question on my way to the orange pie. Which former head of Gucci wrote and directed the film A Single Man, starring Colin Firth? I don't know. Nope, I don't have a clue who Gucci. this is. Gucci. Gucci Gucci. Anthony Scaragucci. Anthony Scaragucci. Tom Ford. I, 
wonderful. Yeah, that's a name that a human has. <laughs> we can just cut one, these. one. I got my one. Got pink one. pie. Oh, she's on the pink pie. Danny is gonna have to concentrate because she may not get this right, and if she doesn't, then all You're of doing her past it on turns purpose have been a now because you know it's bothering me. No, I'm just getting people ready for the, the get to get invested. All right, Danny. Oh, Crash Bandicoot. This is tough. Oh. It's not that tough. For people who know it, it's not tough at all. Okay. But I think for you it'll be tough. Okay. It's a hard question, but it's also effectively Just, multiple choice. Yeah, what? Which Beatle okay. wrote and sang? Mm. Wrote and sang? Mm-hmm. Here Comes the Sun. Oh, I do not know that one. Mm, right, Tyler. I am quite bad at identifying which Beatle does mm-hmm. what. Here Comes the Sun. Dootin doo Okay. Here comes the sun. Stop it. And I say, it's all right. Hmm. I'm sure for some people this is a very easy question. Was it John? No. Paul? No. George? George. Mm. I wouldn't have guessed George, obviously. It sounds, it sounds a little bit, though, like his, one. Uh, what's his um big solo one? Uh, oh, you know it better My than I Sweet do. Lord. Oh my lord, my sweet lord. Yeah, I don't really, I really know that one. See you. That's a bit of a. Here comes the sun. Do, 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 do. Mm. I don't know. I feel like there's a. You could you could work it out if you knew the both songs. Yeah. Hard one, and it's the hardest Beatle to guess. <laughs> the least like if you were guessing, he's the least likely Beatle to guess. Maybe as singer songwriter. Good on them for all having a go. <laughs> I mean, good on those Beatles. Good on them. Really having a crack. They did good. Uh, I'm going for a green question. I'm now between the the orange and yellow pie, both of which I need, so I'm in a good spot. Which insects are particularly attracted to the Budlea plant? Budlea? Budlea. Uh, I've no idea. Let's say flies. Maybe it's one of those fly trap plants. That's butterflies. Oh, okay, cool. With no further detail given. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it's your turn. Okay, uh, let's go up to the middle because I can't bother doing a ruby. Uh, yellow. Yellow. You have a yellow question. And your yellow question is, which month's name is derived from the Latin word for eight? October. I don't even know why I looked at the answer, of course. <laughs> Six. Blue. <laughs> this blue? No, the other one. The other one? But you would... Oh, no. Okay, blue. The shortest verse... How is this a blue... <laughs> The shortest verse in the King James Bible has three words. What? True or false? False. False. It's the two-word one. Two words. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. (laughs) That gave me a mini heart attack. What? Because I thought it was going to be the shortest verse has three words. What are they? Yeah, right. (sighs) Go for Ruby. Ruby, get to choose the category. No, let's try yellow. I've got to learn. All right, yellow. It's a history question. Will she do it? If you are lucky enough to have lunch with Flotus, who are you sharing a meal with? The First Lady of the United States. No, the gelatinous cube Flotus, <laughs> conqueror of the, the, the Assyrian the... Empire. I am Flotus! You've been playing too much of the space Civ game. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, all right, let's get back to that blue. Blue again. Danny will never land on pies. That is her curse. Which river is overlooked by two concrete mythical birds, one of which has turned its back on it? What? I have no idea. <laughs> this goes into the category of questions that are way too British. 
Oh no, really? Yeah. Is it the Mersey it. or something? It's the Mersey. <laughs> well, you no, kind, you get it. You kind you of gave it. me that. There was no was way a, I was. If it was a pie, that. I wasn't going to give it to you. But you guessed the Mersey River, so you get it. Well, there are three. Roll, yeah. There are too many. I would never have got to Mersey River. All right. All I gave you a hint was it's British and you got Mersey. Good one. All right. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, can you move it to purple, please? Now, if I lose, I can claim it was all because of that Mersey question. Yeah. Um, That's why I don't like it. <laughs> which author of the bleak poem The Wasteland was a practical joker who made good use of exploding cigars and whoopee cushions? <sighs> Byron. Apparently T.S. Eliot. Okay. <laughs> Why is that a fact that people know about T.S. Eliot? Well, we know the same thing about Mozart. True. Well, yeah, I don't have a ruby. Let's give me a ruby question about 1996. Uh, Yep. All right. What do you want? I want blue. I want blue. I want geography. Which greatest, in inverted commas, athlete lit the Olympic flame at the opening of the Atlanta Olympics in a poignant and memorable moment? I don't know. I don't know at all. I've got no idea. I have no idea. I actually have no idea. Jesse Owens. Anyway, you can work through. Really old Jesse Owens. That would be pretty old Jesse Owens. Very, very old Jesse Owens. So 1996 was in Atlanta. 1996 Atlanta. Greatest athlete in inverted commas. And it was very emotional Mm. or poignant. Because it was Hitler. No, I have no idea who it was. You need to get out of the 30s. I have no idea who it was. It was Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. That would be pretty poignant. He was the greatest. All right, let's All right, do this. Gone. Two. <sighs> blue? Yeah. Back to blue again? Back to blue. She's never going to land on a pine, ladies and gentlemen. The Great Sandy Desert lies entirely <laughs> within which country? Australia. Yes. Wait. Six. Let's go for the green pie. Green pie. Here we go. What do you know about green? What is the only metal that is liquid at room temperature? Mercury. What is the other metal that's almost liquid at room temperature? Gallium or bismuth, possibly. I think also. uh, I think maybe cesium as well. Cesium might be the next highest. Really? Yeah, I think it's like twenty-six degrees. Cesium, a radioactive one. Yeah, that's why people don't really do much with it. Oh, okay. I think that could be true. Check that for me, internet. Green pie. Danny got the green pie, and it's my turn. I got a six. I am waiting for an orange question. Once my wife has finished giving herself a pie. I had to rearrange my pies. I realised it was me who had gotten them in the wrong order. Yep. Ah! <laughs> and I knocked them all out. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's really hard. It's the ruby. It's, it's the, the ruby. giant ruby weighing it down. Green, purple, blue. Ooh. I, I've heard this before. <laughs> and I don't remember what it is, but I remember it being this is my a bother. Question. In golf, yeah. what do Americans call what Brits call an albatross? They call it an albatross. No, they have. They, they call it no, an albatross. I just learned this. They don't. Yeah, they do. Um, so the albatross is three under par, I believe. Goes birdie, eagle, albatross. Mm-hmm. Um, they call it uh, what's a cormorant? They call it a cormorant. They call it a double eagle. What? That doesn't even. It doesn't even make sense. If it makes you feel better, you're right about cesium. Melting point of twenty eight point five degrees Celsius. Yeah. No, Don't roll again. again. It's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Two, Tubi. No history. This way. 
Yep. And going through the middle. Interesting strategy. Ah, oh, damn. Ruby question was 2007. See, I probably you should have gone for Ruby because Ruby get to pick That's your okay. category. Ruby's a good to pick. Uh, but you've gone for I don't like yellow. the pressure of picking my own category. Which 16th century Italian astronomer's middle finger is displayed in the Florence History of Science Museum? Uh, can you repeat the beginning of that? Yeah, yeah. Which 16th century Italian astronomer's middle finger is displayed in the Florence History of Science Museum? 16th century. Which 16th century Italian astronomer's middle finger is displayed in Florence History of Science Museum? I know that Galileo was around the same time as Shakespeare, but I thought he was more 17th century, but it's all I've got. Galileo. Cool. says here, a fitting salute to those who jailed him for saying the sun is the centre of the solar system. Fair. Five. Um, you can go one, two, three, four, five. I'm basically doomed to yellow no matter blue, what. Blue, blue. Go back on this way. Eh. All right, I've got to, again, I have to learn. This is not, I don't, here you go. Here's a history question for you. Mm. You ready for this history but question, more than everybody? What does Flotus hey, stand for? Hey, everybody, ready for this history question? Which bird appears on the front of a box of Kellogg's cornflakes? <laughs> <laughs> it's a history question. It's a, it's meant to be a rooster, right? It's a cockerel. Thank you very much. Yeah, oh, my mistake. Roll again. Three. Orange. Sports okay. and leisure. Which former Manchester United defender was appointed Uh-oh. head coach of the England women's football team in January 2018? Giggs. No. Phil Neville. Oh, yeah, that guy. No, Phil Neville. Yeah. You know, he was a, he was a yeah. defender for Man U and now he's head coach for the English Got, women's team. Yeah, it's all coming back to me. One, two, three, four, five, six. Ruby. 2007 Ruby. Give right. me entertainment. Uh, whose best selling debut album, Life in Cartoon Motion? Oh, no. I... Yeah. Featured the number one single, Grace Kelly. Oh, good. It's Mika. Yeah. I don't be like Grace you had that Kelly. album, didn't you? I did. It's a good album. Hmm. Now my Ruby. That's all right. The next one's 2011. Yeah, Mika. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Yeah, let's go green. Green over here. In which part of the human body are metatarsals located? In your foot or your ankle, maybe. Your foot. Yeah. Definitely not, not your ankle. ankle. That's tarsals. Oh. No, it's not tarsals. I it's... mean, the, tars- the metatarsals are like the ones that go up to the toes. Yeah, yeah. It's all foot related. True, true. Six, yellow pie. I See, Danny's better at the trivia. I'm better at the rolling, apparently. Give me that yellow pie. In which modern-day country did the Battle of Hastings take place? England. Oh, my mistake. Uh, in which modern-day county? County? <laughs> no! <laughs> county! <laughs> uh, Suffolk. No. But I give you props for almost sounding correct. If I were deaf, I might. Southwark. Uh, East Sussex. Sussex. Oh, you got me. No pie for Billy. <laughs> no pie for Billy. Six. Six green, green. I'll take it. The green between what? Pink and yellow. Yellow, both of which you need. So it's mm-hmm. a good place to be. Uh, green? Green. Mm, green. What name is given to an organism that derives subsistence from another without rendering any return service? 
A parasite? A parasite. Do people make that joke about people from Paris being like parasites? Ha ha ha, they're from Paris. <laughs> and then they're like, wow, we're bloody country working people in, in Marseille. What do you call the ones that don't <laughs> down. give any harm to it? Because parasite is one that harms it to benefit itself. Mutualists are the ones that benefit each yeah. other. But I can't remember the term for the one that does no harm. And mm. ah, Poop, my biology degree goes down the drain. But you got a pink pie. Woo! All right, here we go. Pink pie, you ready? This is it. Question for pink pie. Hmm? Everyone ready? This is it. This is it. This is the question. This is the question Dan's been good, look, looking for for ages. Here we go. Let's have a look at what it is. It is... Which 1991 film starring Keanu Reeves, mm. Gary Busey, mm. and Patrick Swayze was remade in 2015? What? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that part. Oh, wait, was this Point Break? Point Break. Good. Danny has a pink pie. And, wait, that's no, I don't need to sing the song. You just get a pink pie. <laughs> just put um, that beautiful pie in there. And it's my turn. And I have four pies. Danny has four pies. I have. Three fives. There you have the ruby. One, two, three, four, five. I'm going to get the ruby again. 2011, what do you want? 2011, give me entertainment or give me death. Which medical drama broadcast its 2000th episode in February of this year? General Hospital? Doctors, Casualty or Heartbeat? Oh, no. England. Casualty. No doctors, apparently. Ah! Mm. Okay, your turn. That's okay. There were a couple of very English questions on there. Wouldn't like your choices were a little bit limited. Fair enough. Okay, uh, take me to the purple next to the yellow. Okay, the purple next to the yellow, and the purple question is: While a Brit referring to a car would use the word bonnet, what word might an American use? Hood. Hood. Carhole. <laughs> oh, a garage. I got the one. Yellow pie, yellow right, pie, yellow pie. pie. The, roll, the rolls are with me Danny's now. going for her fifth pie. It is a yellow pie. Will she get the answer to this question, this history question? I haven't mm. looked at it yet. Here it yeah, comes. I left my bad categories for last. This was not smart. Not a history question. Oh, good. It's one of those fake history okay. questions. <clears throat> Which car company's logo mm. features a black prancing horse on a yellow background black and yellow a black prancing horse on a yellow background which car company's logo features that all right so i know that ferrari has a horse porsche might also have a horse i mean i can't do anything crazy i've just got to try ferrari the answer huh. is ferrari Whew. I don't know why I build this up so much. It's not your final pie. No, but yeah, you're right. Totally not a history question. I feel let down by that being my history pie. I wanted to feel validated by getting a history question. Hold on. Still, let's pretend this was your history okay, question instead. Okay, sure. Which Victorian station in London reopened in 2007 following a restoration program worth £800 million? <laughs> yeah, that's much harder. We've been there. Of course we have. We've been there recently. Yeah, I'm sure we have. Very real. And our last trip through England, we were at this station. Piccadilly? No, St. Pancras International. Oh, fair enough. St. Pancras is a stupid name. <laughs> hey, all you Londoners, 
St. Pancras is a stupid name. Wow. <laughs> you're vicious when you're losing. <laughs> um, all right, I roll a one. I roll a one. That's me. I roll an apple. In addition to Eddie Redmayne, which other 2015 Oscar nominee for Best Actor played the role of physicist Stephen Hawking? What? What? Oh, like in the past they have played Stephen Hawking. Oh, not into that. Thank no. you for clarifying. That was yeah. a crazy question. Um, I guess um, Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, apparently in a BBC thing in 2004. Because he would have been up for Enigma. Yeah. For the imitation game. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you for clarifying that yeah. wasn't at the same time. That was confusing. <laughs> um. Uh, let's go for a blue. Which mountain range and national park in South Wales has the Welsh name? <sighs> yeah, you're no, yeah, rolling yeah, your you eyes. Read, you read me this, yeah, this, this Welsh name. Banal Brychenog. Oh, she's so dumb, isn't she? <laughs> Which one of the... This uh, sounds like... Uh, I mean, you would... Like, if you knew anything about Wales... You'd probably know. Like, that name in Welsh is similar enough to the English name. Well, we have listeners in Wales. But now Brickenog. Uh, the uh, Brown Brick. Brown Brick National Park. Uh, the Brecon Beacons. Brecon Beacons? Your turn. See, it's too British, everybody. It's too British. Uh, let's try to get my Ruby back. Oh, Ruby. It is 2011. Okay, 2011. Let's go mm, blue. Oh, she's gone blue. This is when Arab Spring and things were happening. There might be some country stuff. The Queen. Oh, no. Made a four-day tour of which nearby country, marking the first state visit by a British monarch? What? That's bizarre. That's, you, can, you, you can do this. The Portugal. Queen. No. <laughs> the Republic of Ireland. Ah. Makes perfect sense. Nearby country. Yeah, Why I would guess. it be the first time a British monarch's visited? Like... Uh, your yellow was about Kate Middleton. No. Um, it was interesting. Okay. There were two royal questions. Was it about the wedding? Uh, they got married uh, yes, in 2011. Yes, was her maid of honour. And the answer was Pippa. Uh, yeah. I considered going history, but I thought it might be an anniversary sort of question. Three. Ooh, this is me landing on yellow for my yellow pie. Ooh. This one is history enough. History. But it's... Easy enough without any history knowledge. Which tea is named after a British Prime Minister from the 1830s? Earl Grey? Yep. Your turn. We've both... Oh, no, you've got five pies. I've got four. Whoa! Ah. Ow. Ah, uh, yes. Let's try that ruby again. Then he's gone for ruby. It's 2008 this time. Let's go entertainment. Which US rapper made headlines <sighs> when he was announced as topping the bill at this year's Glastonbury Festival? Oh, come on. <laughs> Example. Jay-Z. Aw. That's my example of what an answer might be. Now, oh, gotcha. No, uh, yeah, example, I think, is a British one, so I went with that. Should have gone, what, Dizzy Rascal? We should have gone Jay-Z. Why would I have gone <laughs> Jay-Z? Uh, six. Now, I'm in an annoying position, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, because I have one pie, and I need the pies on either side of me, so I can't like do it in one sweep. It's kind of mm. annoying. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the middle and get a Ruby question. About 1993, that was the year where somebody else was born that I don't know. Um, 
And I'm going to go for science. Science and technology. What tech term was first coined in response to the unintended bombardment of a news group with messages? Spam? Yeah, apparently. I've already got the ruby. We don't need to make the sound of the ruby changing hands. <laughs> well, why don't you get more ruby questions? We can make that sound more often. If I get these last two pies, I win automatically. Mm. I win it immediately. Mm. Or also, for people listening, another change in the rules is once you get your sixth pie, you if you don't have the ruby, you are automatically placed in the middle. So every turn, you will get a ruby question. So you don't have to try and get to the middle. And you don't have that annoying, you know, sort of at the end of a game of Trivial Pursuit where it you're really benefits me in and out and in and out with my terrible rolling. Ridiculous. I got a six. I can go straight to a pie. I'm going to go down to my pink pie. I'm getting real good rolls. Pink pie, let's go. Name four of the six original members of, members members. of Monty Python. Ooh, okay. Terry Gilliam, Terry Jones, Eric Idle, John Cleese, Michael Palin, and Graham Chapman? Yep. Well done, Pinkerton. Give me that, Pink. Can I? Monty Python, very, very famous. Turns out. Turns out, real famous people. They did all right. They, they're yeah, they're pretty good. Okay. Very well. Let's go for Pink. Which Irish rock band? Okay, no, 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 no. Hold okay. On, hold on. Which Irish rock band? I know one. Biggest hits include Linger. Oh, okay. And Zombie. Ah, oh, the Cranberries. Do you have to? Forgot they were do Irish. You have to, do you have to let it linger? <laughs> How did I forget that they were Irish with that? One, two, three, four. Green. Oh, we're both duking it out for the orange. We are both duking it out for the orange. It's the last pie we both need. Danny has a green question. Which of these would hold a... <laughs> what a question! Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, everybody. What a question. Here we go. Which of these would hold a just-born kangaroo perfectly? A, <laughs> a, a, a teaspoon, a teacup, or a teapot? <laughs> what a I love how they combined the Australianness with the perfect Britishness. <laughs> it's great. A uh, teaspoon. Teaspoon, yes. Mm. Uh, for people not aware, we uh, liken them to jelly beans here. They, yes, because because uh, uh, can- kangaroos are marsupials, so they give a live birth, and then they take that baby and they go Mah! and they throw it in a little pocket, and then it grows in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically laziness on the mother kangaroo's part, so that she doesn't have to have a painful birth. Yeah. Just you know, you just give birth easily and then have a separate pocket womb. <laughs> All right, let's try the ruby, though it's 1985, so I don't like Danny my chances. Danny needs this ruby to win. Let's go. And also the last well, pie. Yeah, let's go green. She's gone for green in 1985. Mm. Which computer operating system launched its version 1.0? Ooh. 1.0 in 1985. Mac? Windows. Ah. I had Windows 2.0. I got a five. Mm-hmm. Yellow. Give me yellow. I'm going through the middle. I'm going through the middle. It's faster when we don't have roll agains. It's, it's cool. I like it. What is Britain's national bird? I'm intrigued by the fact that this is a British game and they've asked that question. That means it can't be easy. Yeah. A ptarmigan. It's apparently... Tarmogen? The European Robin. Fair enough. Orange pie, orange pie. This is Danny's final pie, but she didn't get the ruby last question, so she will not win automatically if she gets this pie. Here we go. 
Which best-selling author helped create the video game? Franchise. Rainbow, Rainbow Six. Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy. Yes, leisure questions. Danny now has all six pies. She moves immediately upon placing this pie, which she's trying to do upside down because she's oh. cool. She zooms to the middle. On her next turn, she'll be given a ruby question. If she gets it right, she gets the ruby and she wins the game. It's 1997. That could be a very mixed bag. If on my turn I can get to the orange pie and get it, mm. I win the game because I already have the ruby. The ruby. This could be your last move, Billy. Rubies. Three. One, two, three. I need a yellow question. I have to get it right. Alexander the Great was a student of which Greek philosopher? Which one was it? I think it was a. It was A. Well, a, a he came spa. last, so it makes perfect sense. Aristotle, you're right. Spa being Socrates played on Aristotle. Mm. Two. I have a purple. If I can get another two after getting this correct, I can get to the orange pie. <sighs> Which multi-headed dog guards the gates of the underworld in Greek and Roman uh, mythology? Kerberos. Thank you very much. <sighs> People are going to think you're weird for saying Kerberos. <laughs> Six. Good. Good. Far I'm away. Go for blue. I'm going to go blue. If I get a four after getting this right, I win the game. If I get that orange question right after that. <laughs> Which parlor game is traditionally played after a wedding ceremony in Hong Kong? Pool. Or billiards. No. You're not, you're not taking race into account enough, Billy. Mahjong. Yep. Oh, of course it's Mahjong. Parlor oh, game. Oh, wait. I don't have to roll. Danny doesn't have to roll. It is 1997. What do you pick? Do I still get to choose? Uh, blue. Danny picks blue. 1997 was when Hong Kong this is, went back to England. This is for the game, everybody. So I'm assuming that of all the 1997 questions, that's what this is going to be about. I saw three words for this, and I think it bodes well for me. Oh. In which w- British county? <laughs> in which iconic church Uh-oh. was the song with the words, Goodbye England's Rose? <laughs> Played on September the 6th, simultaneously heard by over 2.5 billion viewers. If it's not St. Paul's Cathedral, I got nothing. Why do you, let's, let's have a go. Why okay. do you think that song was being played? I don't know. It is 1997. Oh, Diana's funeral. And a church funeral. with 2.5 billion viewers oh. played Goodbye English Rose. Now, you already answered Westminster yeah. Abbey. but do you I know didn't th- say Westminster Abbey. I said St. Paul's. Oh, sorry, the answer is Westminster Abbey. Yeah. Uh, it was Princess Diana's funeral. Yeah. I get another turn. You know what? It's because I forget that Westminster Abbey is a church. Is an actual church. Yeah. Give me pink. Here we go. Pink, 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 pink. I'm going to get a victory. Which Fox drama depicted the teenage years of Ryan Atwood, who was adopted by the wealthy Coens of Orange County, California? The OC. Yeah. (sighs) So much information given in that question. I'm going to go pink. Pink, please. For which 2014 drama featuring Steve Carell as John Dupont did director Bennett Miller win the Best Director Prize at Cannes? What year? 2014. Foxcatcher. Yes. Forgot about that movie. Give me green. Green, let's go. Getting green. Closer. I'm getting closer. Which body joint includes the patella? The knee. Uh, no! This is it. This is for the game. Oh, no. I lost uh-huh. Okay, this is my question for the game. It's an oh, orange no, pie it's question. Oh, no, it's multiple choice. multiple choice. Don't give me the multiple choice until I ask for it. That's the rule. 
Unless it's built into the question, you need it. Whatever. In which year did the winner of the men's singles at Wimbledon last wear long trousers oh, in the what final? A question. Give me the multiple choice. 1929, 46, or 55? Oh, straight down the middle. 46. 1946. Oh, I hate you. It's 1946. 1946 for the victory. Oh, multiple choice. Oh, okay. So, so I you, get one more. So if you get it on this but turn. But you did also charity me a question. If you get it on this turn, it's a tie. With Mersey, you charitied me. All right, 2001, let's go entertainment. I'm pretending it's a tie, but I've really won. Yep. 2001, go entertainment. Yep. See if you can get the ruby. You've got the ruby. (laughs) Which historical drama starred Russell Crowe? I thought so. As Maximus, a slave who defeated his challengers at the Roman Colosseum. Good old gladiator. Oh, no, it was Master and Commander. No, it wasn't. Gladiator. So Danny, she doesn't really, gets the uh, yeah. equal victory. Hey, yeah, it was a total tie. I beat her. I beat her, everybody. I should have gotten that last <laughs> one. I should have thought a bit more. Yeah, you should but... have. If you had thought it out, you, would, you could have got yep. it. Yep, my um, fault entirely. Well, there we go, everybody. That Congratulations. Was the rare occasion that you beat me at Trivia Pursuit. <laughs> um, that is, I don't know when I last beat you at Trivia Pursuit, but I'm counting it. Uh, I really, I really can't remember the last time I ever won a game of Trivia Pursuit. But you, my God, your roles were terrible. They always you, are. That's how I play. You spent so long just sitting around this pink pie, just like blue, blue, it's blue, It's all right. Blue, blue, we blue, don't blue, have blue, to overanalyze blue, 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 blue. Oh, it's this game of Trivial Pursuit. It well, happened. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the jury. Um, I hope... You enjoyed this episode. It's a different thing. Obviously, this is not a, a this is just a bit of fun. This is a fun bonus episode for you. Um, this is us being lazy and going, oh no, we're on our break, but we've been doing weekly episodes lately. Well, what do we do? That's true. We are trying to stick weekly if we can. So that's why you get extra bonus nonsense like this. This isn't about making puzzles, designing things. Really, if this were any other time of year, this would be a Patreon episode, I'm sure. Hmm. Uh we are coming back soon. That's what you get, patrons. You get the nothing. <laughs> you get no, because it's different. It's experimental. It's like a different sort of idea. But uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, for people at home, uh, I hope you enjoyed it as well. It's obviously it's not the usual content, but it's a bit of fun between seasons. Um, we look, we figured it's easier to do this than to just take a break. Um, I, I mean, a lot of other shows between seasons would take a long break. They take a month or two off. We figured, look, we've, it's easy to produce content that isn't our normal content. So why not? People enjoy it. Um, I enjoy it. I think it's fun. I think this is a good. I think this is a good episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we will be back in a few weeks, probably. I don't know exactly how long until. I don't season. even know when this is coming out. True. I don't know exactly when it's coming out and how long till the break is over, but it won't be long. It's never a hugely lengthy break um, between seasons. Just enough time for us to get reorganized and resettled and and get new rooms made because Danny is making a lot of rooms. You will, Danny. I believe the fifth room of this next season will be Danny's fiftieth room that she's designed. So that's Ooh. pretty cool. Um, or at least the fifth one that Danny does. Uh, we should have a few bonus, uh, not bonus. Uh, we should have a few guest puzzle masters who's gonna who are bringing rooms to us. Some of them will be familiar faces and voices. Um, some of them may not be. Mm. Uh, so stay tuned for that. They'll. It's always really fun, and it gives Danny a chance to play the rooms as well. Uh, in the meantime. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you uh, subscribe to the Patreon, I hope you're enjoying the Patreon bonus episodes as well. Uh, the playtest audio will continue for the rest of the year. We will make that a regular occurrence. Interestingly enough, there'll probably be rooms that I won't be playtesting because I'll be playing them. 
So we may have Maybe. to do that audio with somebody else. Invite somebody else up to do the playtest and record that. We'll see. The more guests we can get so that you can be my playtester, the <laughs> That's better. That's true. Uh, other than that, I hope you are enjoying this. Uh, we have, you, and all our details are the same. You can tweet at us at askthispodcast. We have an email, which is escapethispod at gmail.com. I love hearing from people on Twitter and on via email. It's really wonderful. If you haven't already, if you enjoyed Descent of the Culladins, uh, which I know a lot of people did, and for a lot of people it was their first arc of this show, if you enjoyed it, it would be really meaningful if you left a review uh, wherever you can on iTunes. Well, it's not iTunes anymore, Apple Podcasts, um, on whatever it is that you listen this to this on. Uh, it'd be great if you could leave a review. It really helps other people find us. We have a f- officially had, I think, my first specific introduction of someone only finding our show as an iTunes recommendation. Just oh. popped up on their thing of like, you should listen to this too. So it definitely does help. Uh, it helps get us onto those lists of recommended shows and shows that people enjoy. So if you can leave a review, that would be great. And if you really want me to to, to heap praise on you, leave a review and then tweet about it. And I will <laughs> absolutely love you. Um, other than that, we have a Patreon as well. The Patreon is growing. It's been fantastic to see more support there. Uh, there'll be bonus episodes. We also have a $500 goal, which uh, we either will have already released or I think will release soon, uh, a taste of what that $500 goal, $500 goal will be uh, of a new podcast that we'd like to be working on. Uh, so if we can get the Patreon to $500 a month, there'll be a new show that will exist in the world. Uh, and I'm very much looking forward to doing that. But we're just going to get those numbers up there so we can we can set aside the time to actually do it. It's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of extra work. Um, Well, I think that's it. Trivial Pursuit. Go buy Trivial Pursuit. 40th anniversary edition. This is officially, look, as long as we make this officially an ad for Trivial Pursuit, then it's not a misuse of Trivial Pursuit that we Mm. can get sued over. So if you enjoyed that and you haven't played Trivial Pursuit, that's insane. Go buy Trivial Pursuit. Uh, and if you want a new version, this and is if, great. Yeah, if you've played so many games of Trivial Pursuit that you've started to memorise all the questions, <laughs> like I one. had. I love, I have to say, I like this new format of Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, I'm I, enjoying I like, it. There's nothing, I think, there's something really boring about playing Trivial Pursuit and going, roll again, and roll again, and exactly. roll again, and now I roll again. Because every time you roll again, there's a one in three chance you're going to get another roll again. Because mm. you get on like a four or a three every time. So it's just people rolling again, rolling again. I also like the fact that this utilises the middle. The middle is now a viable Definitely. pathway that it wasn't in earlier games because you always had the roll against. I also like the fact that this ends your turn on a pie so no one has mm. a big runaway victory and you get more. Yeah, I mean, you notice that. There was no runaway here. Mm. We both ended up and I also away love, from victory. It's not as relevant for us, but if you were playing a four-person, a five-person game, the ruby being a single ruby yeah. that jumped from person to person feels very enjoyable. I don't think it really drastically changes the gameplay, but it's a fun feeling of fighting mm. over this gem. Uh, I think it's a great version. Yeah, of a lot of pursuit. games introduce gimmicks that get a bit exhausting after a while. I know the last game technically had a timer that oh. I don't know if it was broken or we just never bothered to figure out Why how it worked, but we never, ever used it um, and yeah, couldn't be bothered. But this one, this is a good gimmick. So yeah, look, if you're looking for a new Triple Pursuit, go buy the 40th anniversary gem, big gem edition. Big gem edition <laughs> is the official title, I think. Uh, it was great. It was really fun. Uh, now let's quickly call Triple Pursuit and see if they'll sponsor us. Mm-hmm. They can give us money for this, right? Oh, yeah. We can ransom this episode. Yeah. We we really enjoyed it. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, If it's something you enjoyed, tell us because maybe that's. Oh, yeah. If you want us to do this a lot, that's easy. That's great. Like, literally tell us. This could be very fun. If it's something you didn't enjoy, (laughs) don't tell us that. I don't want to hear that. No, don't tell us that. Yeah, that'd be sad. Don't. But just, you know, don't 
listen to anything like this that happens in the future. I don't know. I don't think look, this isn't a plan to do more of these. No. That's not our show. Unless people happen to seriously <laughs> love it. And you want a dedicated Trivial Pursuit cast. It would be um, bizarrely easy. Uh, but yeah, look, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's a good game for, for, for podcasting as well because there's really no visual aspect to it. Tell you one thing I don't like about this version of the game. Oh. Um, I don't like the board design. Um, they've taken people played well, Triple Pursuit it's before. Bright red. No, well, no, not that. Um, it's that on other versions of Triple Pursuit, all of the little squares usually have like pictures and drawings and like you know like oh, usually I relevant to the category mean, as well. But these ones, you know, like just, you know, like little cherubs in the art section and all this other stuff. But this books. one's just a bit blanker. This You're right. I just forgot blank. all of those the, pictures. All of those nice. things have been taken out, and it's purely just squares of each color. And I think it's a bit. Um, I think it's a board redesign that, that made Did a bit the 2011 uglier. one have those pictures? Yes, it did. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I just I just think it's a bit of an ugly board redesign. Um, I don't think it's ugly, but you have now that you compa- mentioned it, I do miss it. Um, uh, uh, it's a bright, shiny color. It is bright and shiny. I it's like, nice. I like that. Um, the box is beautiful. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't like the board redesign. Uh, but there you go, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that. I think that I think that's done. I've been trying to end this episode for a while. Yeah. I keep having fun stuff to say. It's a podcast. You can choose to cut it off wherever you want. I assume you're going to choose halfway through me saying that line. Fun? No, hold on. Oh I'm not going to cut it off right now. I'm going to say one other fun fact uh, for people who played other versions. The pieces are stackable again. <laughs> Sometimes when there are no uh, when the, when there are wedges, they make the pieces unstackable. And fun fact: uh, the only piece that isn't stackable really easily is the one with the gem. So it always has to go to the top of any pile. Thus creating a sense of dominance. No, did you try? You can sit on the ruby fine, just fine. you can sit on the ruby. Looks great. Looks great. <laughs>